The AFC Championship and NFC Championship both set the Kansas City Chiefs. Now know who they will play in less than a week. It's going to be the New England Patriots. That will take place next Sunday night. Welcome into the Chiefs Zone Podcast, everyone. My name is Farzi Vasugan, the host of the Chiefs Zone Podcast. Facebook.com slash Farzi Vasugan. That is my Facebook page. Give it a like. Follow me on Facebook. You can also follow me on Twitter at Farzine21. Plus my email, Farzine at FarzineVasugan.com. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Also on Podbean as well. Also hit the share button. Let your friends know about the podcast. Spread the word for the Chief Zone Podcast. Uh, as always, appreciate all the interaction with you guys on social media. Not a lot to get into on this episode, of course. Uh, gonna recap this Patriots and Chargers game, although I, I will say it's not much of a recap. It was a dominant performance by the New England Patriots. Uh, I thought this was gonna be a much more entertaining game. I thought both AFC matches uh, this past weekend in the divisional round were going to be very close, but and I think a lot of people had that preconceived notion going in, but obviously... Uh, not the case uh, for neither game. Uh, Chiefs dominated the Colts and the Patriots dominated the Chargers. So we'll touch on that. Also, something crazy happened on social media regarding Jeff Allen and a stranger he came across by the name of Dave. Really, this is an incredible story. And I want to touch on that because people say that sports don't matter. It's just entertainment, which, okay, it is entertainment. But to say it doesn't matter is completely false. We saw it three and a half years ago when the Kansas City Royals won the World Series and just how everybody in this town came together during that moment. And you're starting to see similar unity once again with with this fan. Really a remarkable story. It is getting national attention. Uh, I've actually been in contact with a family member of Dave, and I want to share a little bit of the conversation that she and I have had, and just how this is just completely blown up, and everybody in, in Kansas City is talking about this. So we'll touch on that as well at the end of the podcast. For right now, to start things off, we do know who the final four teams are going to be the Chiefs and the Patriots from the AFC, and you've got the Saints and Rams from the NFC, the top two seeds going at it. In the conference championship game. So it should be very interesting. And uh, I'm already seeing it. A lot of people across the nation. Already favor, uh, already rooting for. The Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, of course a lot of people just want to see. A, a difference in a, in a champion. And not just that. They want to see a different team from the AFC. Go to the Super Bowl. As I mentioned. The Patriots have been to the Super Bowl. Eight times under Brady and Belichick. And. They've been to the AFC Championship, I believe, 13 times. Now, we're not going to get full-blown into the Chiefs and Patriots preview. We're going to do that on Thursday's episode. But I will say this, and Jim Nance and Tony Romo mentioned this. If there is one head coach out there that can put together this secret massive recipe to try to stop Patrick Mahomes, Bill Belichick's the guy. Now, we did see Patrick Mahomes go up against Tom Brady and the Patriots earlier this year on the road, and he made some mistakes in that football game, but he also did a lot to help the Chiefs rally back, and it came down literally to the wire in the final three seconds with the Patriots kicking a game-winning field goal. Now, here's the thing. 
Patrick Mahomes, he's gained a lot more experience since then, so he's definitely learned from that loss, as well as other mistakes he's made along the season. And on top of that, Belichick's been able to see more of him. So what's going what's gonna to break through in this one? Is it going to be Mahomes' learning experience, everything he's learned up to this point? Or has Belichick seen plenty of him to be able to stop him? On Sunday. And something Tony Romo mentioned during the broadcast, he said, You're not going to be able to beat Kansas City the same way you did in week six on Sunday night football. You're going to have to come up with a completely different game plan. You're not going to be able to go two for two with the exact same approach. And I think he's absolutely right. And you know what? The same thing goes for the Kansas City Chiefs. Not that the Chiefs won uh, against the Patriots, but in order to put up 40 points, You're going to have to be able to do something different. And here's the thing to keep in mind right now. Tyreek Hill, in in the two most recent meetings against the Patriots, he had 75 touchdown catches in both of those games. Kareem Hunt had touchdown catches in both of those games. Well, first of all, you still got Tyreek Hill on your football team. Sammy Watkins was available at the time. But you don't have Kareem Hunt anymore. And Kareem Hunt was a big reason why you were able to score 40 plus points in those two games. So, And I know we keep bringing this up because a lot of people are still learning about this Chiefs football team. And I think we're learning more and more. This Chiefs team needs Sammy Watkins way more than Kareem Hunt. But at the same time, with Damian Williams, how do you move forward? How do you use Damian Williams and Charkandrick West and Daryl Williams against this High-powered Patriots offense. I know in this football game, the only pass catchers we saw, we saw Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, and Damian Williams. And I think Daryl Williams caught a pass for the Chiefs in this one. I don't remember. But we, we, we didn't see any of Chris Conley. We didn't see Demarcus Robinson. Kelvin Benjamin was inactive. So it kind of makes me wonder, what are the Chiefs going to do this time around offensively? I think this is a game where you're going to need anyone and everyone. I don't, I'm not saying everyone's going to be able to catch the ball once or at least rush the football once, but you're going to need everybody. Because, and that RPO style that you were running against the Colts, can you do that against the Patriots? Can you throw them off? That's going to be an interesting thing to see. How this Chiefs team prepares. Andy Reid had a great game plan. And Bob Sutton surprised the hell out of everybody. With his game plan this week against the Colts. A very high powered offense that was essentially forced to go pass heavy. How are they going to do getting ready for this Patriots team? Can Bob Sutton surprise us one more time this Sunday? That's going to be something that everyone's going to be keeping an eye on. Everyone's been very critical of Bob Sutton. And boy did he have the best uh, defensive coaching game of the season when it mattered the most in the playoffs. That's what we're going to see on Sunday. Real quickly, I I don't have a lot to say about this game because it was so lopsided. Patriots and Chargers, the Pats just flat out dominated in this game. I know everybody talks about Tom Brady and how great he is, Mr. Spectacular and all, but this was Sonny Michel's football game. Sonny Michel, the rookie running back for the Patriots, Uh, Ran for 129 yards off 24 carries. Almost the same stat line as Damian Williams from this past Saturday. Uh, Michelle ran for three touchdowns. Rex Burkhead also ran 
for a touchdown. Speaking of running backs, James White had a very good game. Did not run the football once. Instead, he caught 15 passes from Tom Brady. That tied an NFL postseason record for most receptions in a single postseason game. Uh, He had 97 yards. Julian Edelman had a great day through the year. Nine catches for 151 yards. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, great day blocking for the New England Patriots. uh, Protecting Tom Brady and paving the way for Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead. And Gronk only had one catch in this football game. Keep in mind, he only had three catches against the Chiefs. All of them came very late in that game, but he did get 97 yards. So when it mattered the most, he really came through and came through big for the Patriots in that football game. We'll discuss Gronk a little bit more. There were the rumors that came out Sunday morning that he's contemplating retirement and hasn't necessarily been the Gronk. I mean, everyone would say that he and Travis Kelsey are the top two tight ends, and people are saying Kelsey can never be Gronk. Well, first off, Kelsey and George Kittle on the same season, they uh, passed Gronkowski for most receiving yards in a season by a tight end in NFL history. And on top of that, we have seen a big decline in Gronk. So how big of an X-factor will Gronk be on Saturday against the Chiefs? Keep in mind, the Chiefs don't do very well against tight ends, but uh, you did see the Colts with Eric Ebron, who is the, the the best tight end in the NFL in terms of scoring. He had the second most receiving touchdowns with 13 on the year. Uh, obviously the most by a non-wide receiver and was unable to do anything against the Chiefs. So we'll see if the Chiefs, again, surprising performance from Bob Sun, the game plan that he had. Can he do something similar against Gronk? I know Gronk's not having as great of a season as Eric Ebron has had, but you can never take away the fact that Gronk can have a great game anytime because of his history. And especially with the quarterback that he has. Again, same thing goes for Tom Brady. He's not been a top five quarterback this year. Despite being voted into the Pro Bowl, he hasn't been a top five QB. But that doesn't mean you can underestimate him in this playoff game. That's one thing to keep in mind. Brady's jersey, by the way, kept clean in this football game. No sacks from the Chargers defense. And this is a defense that has a lot of good players. Desmond King, Joey Bosa, Nwasu. Uh, as for the Patriots defense, Stephon Gilmore, he gave up a touchdown to Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen. Uh, had him covered for the most part. Keenan Allen makes one cut and then makes another quick cut and managed to slip through Stephon Gilmore's sight and got through for a wide open touchdown connected with Phillip Rivers. But that was the only highlight in this football game, the closest we ever saw the Chargers make it. With the Patriots, the Chargers were trailing 35-7 to at halftime. And at halftime, Vegas oddsmakers were already constructing numbers for the Chiefs and Patriots matchup. So that tells you everyone was ready to pencil in the Patriots visiting the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Patriots only got two field goals in the second half, pardon me. The uh, Brady played the entire second half, surprisingly. Chargers got two touchdowns late in the game. But it was already way out of reach. The Patriots, two yards shy of 500 total yards of offense. Uh, Very similar uh, performance from the Pats to the Chiefs. If you look back at the Colts game, the Chiefs dominated the first half. Somewhat of a quiet second half offensively. But the Chiefs defense did enough to hold off the, uh, the Colts and come away with a win. Same thing for the Patriots. Very quiet second half offensively, but the defense didn't allow them to do too much. Yeah, they got the two touchdowns in the end, but look, those are garbage stats. Everyone knows that. Uh, The Patriots pretty much did everything they needed to do in the first half to put the game away 
by halftime, essentially. Not saying the Chiefs game was over at halftime, but as the game went on, you just knew the Colts were not going to be able to put together this comeback that the Colts have been capable of in years past, I guess, against the Chiefs. So, uh, and other teams as well, but it just wasn't going to happen this time for the Chiefs. It just wasn't. And you knew the Chiefs were on their way to a win. So, dominant performance from the Patriots. Again, similar performance to the Chiefs this weekend. And you've got your AFC Championship at Arrowhead. Again, first time ever in the history of the Kansas City Chiefs franchise that they will be hosting an AFC Championship game. The biggest game in the history of Arrowhead Stadium. An AFC Championship game cannot get bigger than that. Sure, maybe one day Arrowhead could see a Super Bowl, although I wouldn't hold my breath for that. But uh, even if they do, I don't think it would hold the same amount of significance unless the Chiefs are playing in that Super Bowl. So you're not going to see a moment bigger than this. It's a highly anticipated moment, long overdue. So many longtime fans waiting to see this moment again. A lot of younger fans, people who were not born in 1970. And even if you were born before 1970, if you were born a couple of years before 1970, well, you don't really have the greatest memory of the Chiefs winning that Super Bowl. So uh, this is for you too. So a lot of Chiefs fans for the first time are seeing this moment where the Chiefs could be going to a Super Bowl. Of course, a lot of fans were around in 1994. A lot of y- younger fans either were not born or maybe just don't have the significant memory to remember that moment in 1994. So uh, you've got to keep that in mind as well. Uh, now this is a new era and this is a moment where, look, e- even though there are a lot of young kids who may be watching, you know that their parents or their older siblings are saying, hey, look, enjoy this because we don't get this opportunity much. We we don't see our team in this position often. It's been forever, 25 years to be exact. So this is a very rare occasion for the franchise's history. And maybe they'll have a lot more in upcoming years. But for right now, you're in this position where you are one game away from a Super Bowl. And I'll say this, by the way, the Patriots... They are 3-5 and five in road games this season. And by the way, who do they lose to on the road? They lost to the Jaguars, lost to the Lions, lost to the Titans, lost to the Dolphins on that miracle play at the end where the Dolphins lateraled the football a couple of times and scored on that miracle play. And they also lost to the Steelers on the road. Again, all road games. And you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, They've won every game at home this year with the exception of one, and that was to the Chargers on Thursday night. And again, that was a, a one-point differential uh, by the end of the, the, the game. And that's one where if the Chiefs maybe don't play that as conservative, if they play a little bit more aggressive in the second half, they don't blow that lead. So the Chiefs have been great at home this year. By the way, the Patriots, they've been undefeated this year at home. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because Kansas City, when they went to play the Patriots, the only time the Patriots trailed at home this year was against the Chiefs for three, a little bit more than three minutes in the first half, and for uh, a little bit, uh, a little more than three minutes in the second half in the fourth quarter. So, the Chiefs not only were they the only team to be able to hold a lead against the Patriots in Gillette Stadium. Now you've got this game at Arrowhead, a place where you've dominated. All year long. And even when you've had your backs against the wall. Such as in games against the 
Baltimore Ravens forcing overtime. You can never put this Chiefs football team away. And I will say this, you can never put the Patriots away too. You know the Patriots are capable of putting together a comeback of some sort. So this is a game where you just know that everyone's going to come to play. And you know what? I asked for this matchup. I said it on social media and I said it on the last episode of the podcast. I wanted the New England Patriots. I want the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl with fans, not just Chiefs fans, all of the NFL fans knowing that the Chiefs beat the Patriots, the kings of, of the NFL, to get to the Super Bowl. Lots of Chiefs fans were complaining, saying, well, the national media was wrong and they didn't give the Chiefs any respect. First of all, uh, 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 only a, a fourth of the national media picked against the Chiefs, so you still had a majority picking the Chiefs to win on Saturday. So I'm not, I'm a little confused by that criticism. Look, predictions are predictions, okay? Sometimes you've got to predict an upset somewhere here and there, and the Colts were a popular pick for that. I can understand that. Uh, some people believe in history and patterns. I don't personally, but some people do. At the end of the day, this is a football team that proved that history doesn't matter. There are no jinxes. It's all about who is the best. And right now, you've got the two best teams in the AFC getting ready to go head-to-head for a second time, this time at Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, and by the way, the last time these two teams played at Arrowhead that's when the Chiefs got, got back the noise record from the Seattle Seahawks from, uh, in the Guinness uh, Book of World Records. Uh, it was 142.2 decibels. And that was that crazy Monday Night Football game where the Chiefs destroyed the Patriots. And Tom Brady was forced to be benched. Jimmy Garoppolo threw a touchdown pass to Rob Gronkowski. This was the game where Gronk uh, got the touchdown but didn't do the spike. He just lethargically... Dropped the football, uh, which was, and I remember that went viral on social media, just him unenthusiastically doing the spike, so to say. Now, I'm not predicting a 41-14 to loss in this one. I did say 41-7, uh, excuse me. That's because it was 41-7 to when Brady was benched. So keep that in mind. And again, I'm not predicting that kind of a blowout. At the same time, I don't think anyone was anticipating a blowout in these two games that the Chiefs and Patriots won. But again, uh, nine times out of ten, I think we will see a very close matchup. And I do see the Chiefs coming out with a win in this one. I'll just say it right now. I don't have a score prediction for you guys yet. Uh, I think it's going to be high scoring, similar to how I predicted for both these games, the Chargers and Pats game, as well as the Chiefs and Colts game. So we'll see how that goes this weekend. But the Patriots dominated against the Chargers two yards shy of 500. Let's see how the Chiefs handle that this time around. Obviously, we will break that down on Thursday's episode. We will talk to Matt Derrick of Chiefs Digest tomorrow and Charles Goldman of Chiefs Wire from USA Today. He will be joining us on Thursday, and I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk to them about about this matchup on uh, Tuesday's episode and on Thursday's episode. So keep it locked right here. And again, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast for that. Uh, Real quickly, before we wrap up the show, something awesome happened on social media where, a, uh, first of all, uh, Chiefs guard Jeff Allen was caught in the snow and was unable to get out on his own. So a gentleman by the name of Dave, who I'm assuming has lived in Kansas City his whole life, I could be wrong about that, uh, but he pulled over and helped Jeff Allen out. Jeff Allen told him at the end of all this that he's a Chiefs player and Dave didn't realize this. 
Now, according to Jeff Allen on Twitter, uh, after the game, he reached out to social media and said, hey, look, a guy named Dave helped me. I, I don't have his contact info. Please retweet this. He also mentioned that he had a 97-98 Suburban. So they uh, were able to locate him. Uh, some people asked, how come you didn't have his contact info? And Jeff Allen said he actually did. The problem is, as soon as he was about to save it on his phone book, on his, uh, on his smartphone, somebody called him. And once he hung up uh, the phone call, the contact info disappeared. And Dave had already been gone by that point. And by the way, uh, Dave was interviewed by Channel 41 in Kansas City, the NBC affiliate. And he had apparently been helping a lot of people on the roads on this day. So it was very cool to hear about. But uh, Jeff Allen, uh, with the help of social media, was able to find Dave. And crazy plot twist here. It turns out Dave is actually a homeless man, actually lives in his Suburban. That's actually his home. And it is now confirmed that he is going to the AFC Championship game with his sister, and in fact, his sister, I actually shared the photo that Channel 41 had, and that blew up on social media, so I appreciate you guys posting that. Look, let me just say this. In this world where we keep saying so many negative stories in politics, and all of these negative stories with police brutality, uh, racist comments being made by people in, in public, celebrities getting in trouble and getting arrested, pro-athletes, getting arrested, getting into trouble. And we know about one of those incidents here in Kansas City. With all of the negativity we have here, a lot of people say that people should not be rewarded for a good deed or something that you're supposed to do. Okay, well, at one point, I think I would have agreed with that. But nowadays, with negativity just dominating headlines and pretty much taking over our social media feeds, I think maybe I'm against that comment where, We've got to praise every good deed we see because we don't see it more often. The news is always filled with negative, bad stories. Yeah, sure, there are a lot of great stories about Patrick Mahomes, the, all the, all the uh, charity events that he's been a part of, everything he's done in the community. But look, let's be honest. Patrick Mahomes going out and about doing charity work, unfortunately, did not get the coverage that Kareem Hunt got with the video that surfaced. The point I'm trying to make here is Dave doing something that, quite honestly, a lot of people, I'm raising my hand here, I plead guilty to to this, would not have done. I'll be honest, man. I've seen a lot of people on the road. Maybe they're waiting for someone. Maybe they are waiting for somebody, uh, uh, just a complete stranger, to pull over and help. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of those situations, and I've kept driving a lot of times. A lot of people have. Look. Sometimes you got places to go. Maybe you're willing to take the time to do it. Dave was one of those guys who was willing to take the time to do something. Had no idea this guy was a Chiefs player, even when he came face-to-face with him. And Jeff Allen's rewarding him by giving him tickets to an AFC Championship game. And a lot of you guys have contacted me on Facebook. Some of you guys who are business owners who want to give Dave a job. And again, I don't know the... Uh, specifics about Dave's life. I know, again, he he lives in his car, but uh, I don't know the details. I have been in contact with his sister, who Dave is going to take to the AFC Championship. By the way, Dave has never been to a Chiefs game before. And he his first game will be the first ever conference championship game in Arrowhead history. That's pretty cool. That's pretty damn cool. And this guy absolutely deserves it. 
Uh, everyone is just showering David with all, all all this love. People have been asking me, what can we do to help him? Is there? A, I've seen GoFundMe accounts for Dave, but you just never know with these GoFundMe accounts who's really real and who's trying to steal money here. Uh, the um, the reporter for Channel Forty One who found Dave, his name is Stephen Dial. Uh, if you want to follow him on Twitter, uh, let me real quickly grab it. It is Stephen Dial. TV. Steven is spelled S-T-E-V-E-N and Dial is D-I-A-L TV. Steven Dial TV on Twitter. He has provided his email address as well as Channel 41's address. If you guys want to send anything to Dave, that's where you go. I have not seen a GoFundMe account from his family created. If I see one and if I can confirm that it is from Dave or, or his sister or, or family member, I will definitely share the link. However, uh, I have not seen that yet, but uh, Stephen Dial of Channel 41 has provided a way for you guys to help him. And again, everyone is just uh, showering this guy with love. I was I was speaking to um, I was speaking to Dave's sister, who I, I will keep anonymous, uh, although she has commented on our page. Her name was not mentioned in the Channel 41 story which I shared on the Facebook page too, by the way. For those who don't live in Kansas City, go check it out, facebook.com slash Farzin I also retweeted it, uh, at Farzin21. Uh, she and I had a brief conversation on Facebook Messenger. She basically told me that uh, Dave did this not expecting anything in return. And when Dave saw this, you know, she was obviously very proud of him. She was very happy. Uh, you know, I, I, I had some some words I, I, I passed along to Dave's sister, and she was very appreciative. She was very uh, thankful for the kind words. And the, I mean, this family deserves it right now. You don't know what this family is going through. You don't know what anyone's going through on any given day. You never know who you're even going to come across. Dave came across a Chiefs player, a Chiefs backup player, and it ended up taking him to an AFC Championship game, his first ever Chiefs game. And let me say this because. When I worked at 610 Sports Radio, I've shared the story before, uh, I joined 610 right when the Royals were getting ready to clinch a playoff spot for the first time in 29 years, and people were calling into the station. I remember one guy called into Royals postgame at 610 and was on the verge of tears. The guy was talking about how he's dealing with so many personal problems in his life, and that the Royals were just motivating him to keep going in life. And I don't remember the gentleman's name. I hope he, his life has been able to go, go on the right path and get better since then. But uh, I remember people were, were just calling into the radio station crying and, and happiness, so excited for them. People said, hey, this is for my, my mother, my father who's passed away, who's no longer here. And they're watching the Royals up from above, enjoying this moment. Uh, everyone was just ecstatic for the Royals in that championship run they had and Everybody remembers the 800,000 people that showed up for the Royals Championship Parade in downtown Kansas City a year later. So everyone knows how quickly this town can come together for a championship win. You look at the Chiefs right now, this is one of those moments right there, man. And uh, uh, for those who have contacted me uh, asking to offer Dave a job, uh, I have uh, connected those people with Dave's sister with the permit with her permission. I, I told her, "Hey, look, there are people who want to give Dave a job. Is it okay if I connect them with you?" Uh, she has allowed that to come through. I did ask her if uh, Dave would love to come on the podcast. I would love to talk to him. 
she she thinks we, that can't happen. She said she will talk to Dave and she will get back to me. Uh, so we will see if we can get Dave on the podcast this week. I'd love to talk to him just to get his reaction and maybe ask some questions that we did not have answered in that news story that Channel 41 had. So hopefully we can talk to Dave about that on the podcast this week because obviously a remarkable story. Uh, so uh, we'll see. I'll update you guys on social media and let you guys know if Dave will be on the podcast. But look, man, anyone who says sports, I mean, sports, sure, they're not they're not real. They're, it's entertainment at the end of the day. It really is. I'm not saying it's entertainment like WWE, not real. But it's not a, I mean, if the Chiefs lose, what are we going to do? We're going to bitch and moan about it on social media. We're going to text our buddies, WTF, not again. And then we're going to wake up the next day saying, hey, look, we're used to it. It's a sport. It's entertainment. But when they win, it is a very special moment. We're happy and we're hugging and kissing our next door neighbor who we've never even spoke to before. So this is a very damn special moment just to see a man who, and by the way, I think from Jeff Allen's standpoint, maybe he knew that Dave was a homeless guy because his car is a little beat up, uh, you know, has a jacket, not necessarily the most clean jacket in the world. And Jeff Allen thought, man, if we win this football game, I've got to do something for the guy. That's the least that he could at least do, right? So Jeff Allen was able to do that. Again, in a world where we are constantly seeing negativity, this is awesome. It really is. I'm very happy to see this, and I hope there are more great stories like this over the next six days, and hopefully adding two more weeks onto that when the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. Because damn it, man, I know how crazy the city's going to go. Everyone's going to paint the sky red if the Chiefs win the AFC Championship and go to a Super Bowl. It is going to be one damn special moment. Let me just say this. Even if the Chiefs lose on Sunday, enjoy the next six days, okay? Because you have 14 teams from the AFC that would gladly trade spots with the Chiefs and the Patriots right now to have a shot at going to the Super Bowl. In fact, I think a lot of fans would want to trade spots with the Chiefs just so they can have a shot at dethroning the Patriots in the AFC title game. I mean, wouldn't that be quite a story? A way to win in the, in the uh, AFC Championship game and go to the Super Bowl. Uh, a story uh, of beating Tom Brady, and that's how you advance to the Super Bowl. That would be a great story for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs this year. So enjoy this ride while you can. Maybe the Chiefs do it a lot more like the Patriots ha- will have. Maybe, and again, I'm just I'm just saying this right now. Maybe the Chiefs go another 40 or 50 years without one of these. So sometimes these things, they go on for years. Sometimes they don't last very long. So enjoy this ride while you can, Chiefs fans, because you never know when it's going to happen again. Hopefully it does happen again in the near future. Hopefully several more times. A lot of people are very confident that this is going to be similar to the Chiefs style of continued dominance but for right now you're guaranteed an AFC championship game at Arrowhead so enjoy that and big congratulations to Dave obviously a good Samaritan doing what he did and he deserves all the positive all the positive support the comments and all the news coverage it is getting national attention which is awesome to see and again it's happening with your Kansas City Chiefs That's the best part about all this. 
Great story for the Chiefs, Jeff Allen and Dave, and for Kansas. I'm, I'm seeing people say this is what Kansas City is all about. This guy is giving Kansas City a good name. And for those who take pride in those, in the fact that Kansas City is your hometown, you wear those Charlie Hustle, Casey Hart shirts, there you have it. Another reason to feel proud about your community. Very cool story to see. And again, if you want to help Dave, go to twitter.com slash TV. That's spelled S-T-E-V-E-N. That's how you spell Steven's name. And then Dial is D-I-A-L and then TV. Steven Dial TV on Twitter. He has information as to how you can uh, send whatever you want. You can either email Steven or you can send something to the station, Channel 41 in Kansas City. And he has the address provided on his Twitter account. Big thanks to you guys, the listeners, for listening to this episode of the Chiefs Zone Podcast. My name is Farzine Vasugian. AFC Championship is set. Chiefs Patriots. Matt Derrick joins us tomorrow on the podcast. Charles Goldman will join us Thursday on the podcast. Be on the lookout for that. Subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Share the links as well. Greatly helps out for the podcast. Also, follow me on social media. Facebook.com slash Farzine Vasugian. Twitter.com slash Farzine T1. And my email, Farzine at FarzineVasugian.com Again, big thanks to you guys listening to the podcast. A lot to get into this week, of course. Final four teams. Four teams are left. We'll talk all about it tomorrow and Thursday. Stay tuned. Take care.